Hello and welcome to season two of Two Drinking Dads, One Drunk. Uh, our our drunk here, he's uh, not as drunk as usual, but uh, I think it's just because it's New Year's, new him. We talked about that. <laughs> uh, but he's <laughs> like uh, like as if the I thought it was the dishwasher going for a minute. But <laughs> it was a washing machine. Like. Oh yeah, work on your sound effects, but. I give, I give him till Valentine's Day. <laughs> then, and then he's in the closet drinking, you know, room temperature beer alone because <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right. Uh, but it's cold. But again, <laughs> just as cold as your beer. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but all right. So again, yep, this is Mike Shimberski. And with me, as always, we have Brett Shumagala, also known as Chet, and Addison Shumagala. And how you doing, Brett? Doing good, guys. Doing good. Hope you had some good holidays here. Season freaking two. Season two, everybody. By the way, this is Addison. Uh, Morty, we got season two. You, 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 okay. All right. I, I figured you were going to chime that in. And, uh, you know what? You, I'm not mad about it, Chet. That was, that was, that was pretty good. Right. And for you bilingual people, it's season dose. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think the crows are here to stay. I don't know. Or Numa Zwei for you, for you German speaking folks. Scheiße. Oh, <laughs> I'm not editing that. I'm, that's, not, I'm not, folks. That's all I know. That's all I know. <laughs> Only because I told you. <laughs> if you don't know what Scheiße means, you should look it up. Yeah, no, uh, Use your Google I, Translate. I also think I know fry. Just, fry fry means fry means free. Fry free. does mean free. Yeah. So I, I there. Fry beer. Fry beer. That I, it means free beer. That's yes. that's all I need to know if I'm in Germany. <laughs> There's no fry beer. In I, you know, I tried I tried to learn German on Duolingo, but I just kind of gave up on it. I I did. I gave it a good solid like two months, and the only thing I figured out was like how ill icked like anything like that is like their pronoun like pronouns in the beginning of their sentences well well okay and they're so, like basic pronouns like i am or she is or something like that i i kind of learned well how to say i, I will like say that. this i will say this chat so um I, I guess we're we're gonna start a little bit off with language this week which was not scripted but that's okay uh and then we'll get into football but um but chet you're I not i don't think any of this is scripted by the way it's not but chet you're uh you're not you're not wrong i mean i i took a year of german in college and um kind of forgot most of it but then when i actually went to germany and was there for two years like i i some of it came back some of there were some other things i learned and a lot of it actually has stuck with me more than i thought honestly because now when i watch like disney movies and stuff and it's just like i hear german words i'm like whoa that's a curse word <laughs> i'm like whoa disney come on now. that's funny figured you'd be like standing up back there Ears perked like your dog, like dude. I know, right? Is that command? I, I don't know what that means. Mike and I watched Jungle Cruise last night, dude. And, and like at the end of the movie, the by the way, the guy who plays Landry in Friday Night Lights, he's actually the villain in that movie. He plays the the evil German prince, uh, because the movie stays in World War around the time of World War One. But um, he was like he was about to die in the end, right? And like this big boulder was about to fall down his head. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, but anyways, he looks up and he goes. Ah, scheisse. And then he gets crushed. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, German curse word, German curse word. He just said shit. He just said shit. <laughs> this is, 
what the hell, Disney? That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a pretty good movie though. I'm not gonna lie. But I, I did have to let them know that they Disney also makes the Avengers and they cursed that too. So it's kind of like it's not the, the first time this has happened in a Disney movie. Well, hold on now. I mean, Marvel made the Avengers oh. and Disney just sponsors them slash owns them. But same difference. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I know. I know. It doesn't. I know. To Mike's point, well, he's right. Disney does own. No, my point sponsor, is, is so it's just a curse word, dude. It's not like it's the end of the world. Dude, I understand that. You know how old you were when you heard your first curse word and it wasn't Disney related? I heard it from Dad, not Disney. Yeah, well, I think the point he's trying to make though is that, uh, like, like you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be watching. You're not gonna watch Peter Pan and and hear them say any curse words <laughs> or or any of the stuff that we watch when we were little. So I know I have a messed up mind then because I could see myself in that situation going, God damn, blah, and start cursing up a storm, stub my toe or something like that, and just and lose my lose my shit, literally. I, I feel like if you have a gigantic <laughs> crate coming your way that's going to crush your whole body, I would probably say whatever I want. So. Touche. Touche. <laughs> but all right, folks. So, oh, my gosh. Season two. Oh. Season two? It's 2022 now, so we're, yeah, we're starting a new two. season. A lot of season. twos involved. Yeah, a lot of twos, a lot of twos involved. involved. A lot of twos involved. And, and I'm okay with that. Because one is the loneliest number. Jesus Christ. You didn't even sing the right song. You didn't even sing it the right way. <laughs> who cares, Chet? Okay. The guy who sang the song and wrote it, the whole band. They like, care. Like he's going to listen. It, what if he does? Well, then he can comment. He's going to blow your Twitter up and just make you look like an idiot. I'm fine with that. That's publicity for us, and that's what we need. Anyways, Alright, folks. So, yeah. as you all know, we always start the show off talking football, and then we roll into our life topics. And this week, our, you know, we got, we got a few things to talk about since we, we didn't do a show last week because it was the holiday season. It was New Year's. So, um, there's a lot of things that happened. Uh, first and foremost, Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills for clinching the playoffs again, which is awesome, especially for us Bills Mafia folks out there. Uh, but in order to do that, the Ravens had to lose yet again to get the Bills in the playoffs. For those of you that don't know, the Ravens had to lose in 2017 when we first took Allen. And, or excuse me, excuse me, it wasn't with when we first took Allen. It was when we had Taylor still. So. Right. Yeah, right. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, and the Bengals won. Yeah, and the Bengals beat the Ravens. On that, and, that, that miraculous touchdown pass. I know. To Croft. No, it was to Croft. No, it wasn't. It was to Tyler Boyd. Was it Tyler Boyd? Yeah. I thought it was to Croft. Yeah, it was a crossing route to Tyler Boyd, and he took, like, no one was around him after he caught it. He just ran right in, walked right into the end zone. Oh, okay. Well, all right. I'm wrong. There you go, everybody. I admit it. I'm wrong. But <laughs> point is, Ravens lost, projected the Bills in the playoffs in 2017, and happened again this year. Ravens had to lose. I mean, granted, the Bills probably would have went to the playoffs anyways, but it helped a lot. We clinched the playoff spot. And we're there. So that's awesome news. Chat, take it away. Take it away to what? I mean. <laughs> Just talk about it, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they, they did what they had to do. They went out, executed, won a football game. It wasn't the way they wanted to do it. And, you know, it, it doesn't really matter that we had to rely on another team anyways. I just feel like we were going to go anyway. Well, and that's the point I was just trying Especially to Especially because we're on a, what is it, three-game winning streak right now? Right, but. And and we need this winning streak to continue all the way through the Super. Bowl. We're gonna do. We're gonna win the division. We play the Jets on Sunday. I mean, if I if we lose and I have to swallow my foot, I will do it. But 
Don't put that evil on us, Ricky Bobby. I'm not. Don't you dare I'm do it. I'm not putting anything on anybody. I'm just I'm putting that out there because I could I could easily have somebody go, hey, remember that episode of when you guys said that the Jets were gonna get rolled and they didn't? And then I'm like an idiot over here. Chad, stop talking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, though, no, it, it's a to your point though, it is a great feeling. Again, to have a team going to the playoffs, like I I mean, we've talked about this well before the show was ever a show. And it's just, it's just, it's such an awesome feeling now to know that the Bills have a playoff team and a playoff caliber coaching staff, management office, player talent. Like we're, we're there. Yeah. We just got to get good enough to take home the Lombardi trophy. Right. I mean, well, and then what the thing is, the fact that they are consistently uh, making the playoffs uh, every season now is, is definitely a good thing. I mean, think about it. The season's not over, and they still they already clinched the playoff spot once again. Right. So, you know, uh, yeah, they play the Jets next week, and obviously that should be uh, a victory. I mean, if you're anybody that's watching football, the Bills definitely should be able to beat the Jets. But agreed. But the thing is, is like think about this. It's like it's a good feeling knowing, regardless whether they win or lose on Sunday. They're still already they're already in the playoffs, right? Uh, so they're still playing in January. Uh, obviously, it's definitely a better situation if they beat the Jets because then they they win the division and then that could help uh, come playoff time over like where where they get placed. So uh, that's great. But as far as like how this team's been, I, I'm I'm at least proud of the fact that they're they're clinching playoff spots before the season's even over. I'm actually glad you brought that up, Mike, because so. The Bills play the Jets this Sunday, and the Patriots play the Dolphins. So they're both divisional matchups. So how important is this win for us? It's huge, dude. You know that. I know I know that. I'm There's, asking a, there's a lot at stake on this game and this last game that we just played. Well, to Mike's point where he, where that he just made, like if, if the Bills come out and they beat the Jets, we they, clinch the division. Yeah. If we don't and the Patriots win, they clinch the division. But either way, the Bills are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. So, however, however, go on. With this win, we clinch the, again. We clinch the division, and that projects us into the higher tiers of the playoff rankings. Right. Bracket. Let's call it. We'll call it bracket. Yes. Just, just for figure. You're right. Sake. You're right. It is the playoff bracket. But my point is, is like we don't want to be at the bottom of the playoff tier because then we would have to play teams like the Titans or the Chiefs or. Who's number three right now? Uh, was it Cincinnati? I think so, yeah. Which, you know, I wouldn't necessarily mind playing Cincinnati. No, I wouldn't when you're missing Tredavious White. That is that, true. That's a that mismatch. Is, that is a hard... Especially when Jamar Chase is having the season he has. That's correct. And that is a huge loss for the Bills to not have Tredavious White going into the postseason. Well, but... let's let's talk about how they got there, though. Let's, let's talk about how they put themselves in position by, you know, scheme changes. You know, things that they've, they've changed. The run game is starting to come along. And that's credit to Dable taking advantage of or playing to the strengths of the guys in the offensive line that were, you know, they're more agile and athletic than they are as a pass blocker or a run blocker. And he's getting them to the outside and we're starting to, you know, run more to the, uh, to the edges of the offensive line. And it's starting to pay off because we have guys up front that actually have the speed to get to the outside and, and give our running backs a lane. True. True. Long pause there, Chet, but true. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, you you make good points, Chad, and and I I agree with you. The the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter who we end up playing in the playoffs, as long as the Bills play their game, they play it well, they limit the penalties. Because I mean, at this point, honestly, it's impossible. Well, they've to not they've been getting better with that though too. They have, they have, but the, but that's still an area of their game they need to improve on. Well, that's fundamentals, and you're you know that's you're gonna have you're gonna get flags. It's just gonna happen. I mean, you can't play. You can play perfect game, but it's really hard. And then, especially with all the emotional um, play that's going to be coming with the next few games that we have, next game being the last game of the season, playoffs starting, you know, the emotions are already going to be high. You're, you're asking a lot of guys to also be mentally disciplined at the same time, which they can do, and they should be able to do it because they're on the professional scale. But again, emotions, especially with what's at stake, well, they can, they can get in the way. They're competitors. You know? yeah, absolutely. They're, they're out there to make big plays for their team. And sometimes you're right, Chet. Like sometimes their emotions get the better of them and they do stupid things. It happens to everybody. I mean, prime, prime, prime example. I mean, it's not really a good example, but AB. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I know we weren't really going to jump into that right away, but, you know, it's just the, uh, emotions. You know what? Now that you brought it up, Chet, let's let's talk about Antonio oh, Brown. Obviously, I brought it up for a reason. Everybody's been digging into that story. Let's let's talk about the story because this is a pretty big story right now in the sports community. Um, there's been a lot of things that have come out in the last week, really, about everything that's happened with Antonio Brown, and the 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 things that we know. Here are the facts that I know, anyways. AB left the game early on Sunday. It was the middle of the third quarter against the Jets. And everybody knows he took his jersey off, he took his uniform, he took his pads off, took his shirt off, took his gloves off, and threw them into the crowd. And he just left. He left. He went into the locker room. And I mean, the second that happened, I remember talking to Mike about this, actually, and you too, Chet. And we were like, yeah, his career's done. He's done. He's done. He's out. And a lot of news stories have, nice pop, by the way, a lot of news stories have come out recently with a lot of contradicting information regarding why he did that. And I know the initial story that came out was that, a, according to AB anyways, he felt like he was playing on an injury and he wasn't ready to come into the game and play. And the coach Bruce Arians told him, hey, go into the game. You're playing. And he said no. And then later on, it came out that Bruce Arians said that um, the coaching staff or excuse me, that he still had uh, um, he still had incentives on his contract, and that according to Bruce Arians, he hadn't he never AB never told anybody that he was feeling like under the weather that he wasn't hurt, and that he could play, or that he couldn't play. Excuse me. And when the coach told him to go in, he refused to. Well, that's so but it turns out he has an ankle injury that recovers that's going to require surgery. Right, and that's that's. That's news that came out later on. But um, but I also know, too, as you guys both know, that Bruce, Ar or, yeah, Bruce Arians came out in the press conference after the game and said straight up, Antonio Brown is no longer a buck. Well, there was also, um, I, I saw a story came out today that before the game or something like that, that Antonio Brown was complaining in the locker room about how he wasn't getting any targets or something like that. And I think that was a lot of people were, you know, correlating that with the story, whether it has anything to do with what happened or not, we don't know yet. But that was just one of the things I saw that came out. 
I'll have to look up the source because I don't remember. I want to say it was Schefter that said it, but um, I, I'm not 100% on that. Right. But, no, no, Chad, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think that what you saw was was the story that they were told, and that's that's acceptable. But the thing is, is like, we've heard recently so many different changes. To it's the a great, story. it's such a gray area story because there's so many things that go one way and there's so many things that go the other. And it's right, like, well, who right. do you believe? And this, and it's becoming a he said, she said situation where. Well, and in the grand scheme, I feel like everybody's going to give. Excuse me, a he said, he said situation. It, in the bigger picture, I feel like everybody's going to give Bruce Arians the benefit of the doubt because of AB's history. But I mean, an injury is a significantly good reason to not play in a game. I don't know if Bruce Arians is going to give him the benefit of the doubt, dude. And no, this... no, 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 no. He's going to get the benefit of the doubt. Oh, oh, okay. Not okay. give. He's going to get it. Well, here's the thing, right? So, according to the athletic staff and ESPN, Bruce Arians straight up said AB is no longer a Buccaneer. And we learned as a we all yeah, we all saw the clip from the footage of the app. Right, but we learned as conference. of today that AB has been cut from the Buccaneers. He's no longer he's not on the team anymore. He's a free agent. Yeah, today it was the actual cut. Right. I do remember that. Right. Because they held him for like two days or something like that. And according to Ian Rappaport, now granted this was this was days ago. This was actually right after like a day after the game. Was this the was uh the agent? No, 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 no. This okay. was, this was, so Monday, this was after the game. Ian Rappaport reported that the coaching staff wanted him to go in. He said that he didn't feel like that he was healthy enough to, and then the coaching staff sent him to the locker room and then cut him. That was, that was what Ian Rappaport reported on Monday. Now, obviously, new, new things have come to light since then. And again, it's come down to this he said, he said situation where, well, that story doesn't make any sense. I know, I know. Because he didn't get to the locker room before he started taking his equipment off no, and chucking no, it around the field. No, listen, Chad, that I yes, you're right. But at the same time, like the, the argument on the sideline, which we won't ever actually know the truth of until somebody comes out with like an actual recording of what happened, which I doubt will happen because that's just bad publicity. But um, But according to the initial reports, which have changed, but according to the initial reports, um, this is what they're saying is that A.B. said he didn't feel like he was able to play. The coaching staff said, well, if we don't want you here, then you can go sit in the locker room. Or if you can't play, we, don't, we need people out here who can play. You need to go sit in the locker room. And that's when he got frustrated and got upset. And that's so, when he took his stuff off. So then, yeah, the typical um, Antonio Brown misunderstanding and overreaction. Perhaps, yes. Basically, is what, that's what that story sounds like to me. Yes, yeah. Okay, that, right. At least if, if I was an outsider looking in and I knew Antonio Brown's history, which I obviously do, that would be my take on that would be like, all right, he misunderstood what coach was saying and obviously overreacted. Now, here's the other interesting fact about that situation, right? So if A.B. had played, right, he was he was just shy of incentives of making an extra million dollars. He was like, two, he was, what was it, like six I, catches or something? I got it right here. He okay. was 55 more yards from 333,000. Eight more catches for another three hundred thirty-three thousand, and another touchdown from another three hundred thirty-four thousand, which adds up to a million. Call it a million, yep. Or yeah, give or take. But for whatever reason, with whatever argument that happened on the sideline, which we don't actually know the truth of, it didn't happen. We'll find out. I'm sure we will. But you know, it it is what it is at this point. Like my personal take on the situation is like how if you're a professional athlete like Rat. And you're, you know, playing for a team, earning millions of dollars, helping this team win, 
helping this team potentially, well, actually, they are going to the postseason, but helping this team potentially get another ring, why would you react that way? This is, this is the, the questions that have been asked for a long time about Antonio Brown. I know, and Antonio Brown is a very emotional, very... <sighs> He's unstable. As a character, his character is unstable. Let's put it that way. I don't want to comment on his mental health, but I will say that he is an emotional player. That's what I mean. He always has been. He he was in Pittsburgh. He was for the Raiders. In fact, he didn't even play for the Raiders. He got signed by him and then then left like a few weeks later. Maybe even a few days later. Mike, you might help me on this one. But, yeah, I mean, like, this is a guy where where he's gone like, I think, a month before the first game, right? There's like a couple weeks or something. Antonio Brown from the Raiders. He he didn't even he didn't even last like a there were like I think he was going through uh training camp and he like refused to change the helmet because the helmet rule changed and then he he didn't want to um conform to that and he wanted to keep the helmet that he had and then he just right. and then they ended up cutting him because of the tantrum that he threw on that. Well, the other thing I heard, too, and I don't know if this has anything to do with the situation, but I also heard, too, a, a rumor that he was unvaccinated. Not that that matters, but could that have something to do with what happened? I think that was before that, honestly. Perhaps. And you're probably, I think, I think you're it probably was. right, Chad. I think it, it was before was a, COVID. Right. Well, no, well, the Raider thing, it was, yes. It was before COVID at that point. The Raider thing, yes. Yes. But I'm, I'm starting to speculate, and granted, I'm probably thinking way outside the box here, but I'm starting to speculate if, if – Maybe somebody said something to him about it, and he just had enough. I don't know. His, my personal opinion on the matter is, AB is an emotional player, and I don't know what happened to him on the sideline, but I feel like he's got some mental, issues, mental health issues. We'll just say issues. He needs to work out. Yeah, and that's and that's okay. Like that, the NFL this year has done a great job in, in, uh, you know, telling these players like, hey, if you have a mental health problems, it's okay. It's absolutely fine for you to have these issues, but go and get them fixed. Yeah, like talk Calvin, to somebody. Calvin Ridley left halfway through the Falcon season to work on his mental health problems, and that's fine. He's still on the team. He's just not playing this the rest of this season. Right. He's not. Yeah. He wasn't mentally healthy enough to to be able to play right now. Absolutely. And so there's there's a lot of players that have that going on. You know. Right. Right. He's, and he's not the only one. Is what I'm getting. At. Right. No. Absolutely. And I think I know Antonio Brown said he was working on his character and stuff like that, and I and I believe him. You know. I don't take that. I don't doubt that for a second. He was getting some help and stuff like that. His his problem is is his when he misunderstands something, it like he takes it like somebody's attacking him. At least that's how his his explosions have always been. Is that he's the victim, and he not that he, you know, he in this situation it kind of sounds like there was a partial victim status that could be claimed there. And I would I can I can kind of back that up if he was really hurt, which obviously he was, where he has an injury that needs surgery. Right. But, you know, the the emotional explosion is unnecessary at that point, I think. That's just that's just me talking. Right. And and yeah. But let's let's move on to the to the elephant in the room here. Is Antonio Brown's career over? Uh it depends. I mean, some some teams get desperate for help and he's still capable wide receiver, so I don't know. That that's a good point, Mike, but <sighs> But I also wonder too, like, are it, he? Yes, he's a talented athlete. He absolutely is is capable of turning a franchise around and provide and and being a number one, if not a number two, target for a team that's struggling. However, when he's mentally healthy. Thank you, Chet. You brought that 
Nail on the head. You stole the thunder from me, but I. I knew where you're, I knew where you're going. Perfect I knew where you're going with it, but. But so, not only that, well, but I'm gonna, is the team willing your, to put up with his shenanigans? Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to answer your question. I was going to say, I to me, yes, his career is is done in the NFL, it's, in my opinion. And the reason why is the guy's got a rap sheet longer than his stat sheet. <laughs> I like that. It's the, it's the <laughs> truth, man. It is the truth. I mean, he's got some brilliant numbers, but that rap sheet of all the you know selfish things that he's done and all the you know, dramatic things that he's done in his entire career. Didn't, that he's, didn't he have some legal issues too, not too long ago? Well, there was a sexual abuse case or something like that, that he was involved with. There was another, I think there was a domestic violence case. I might be wrong on that. There was just, there's, there's a whole, like I said, his rap sheet is longer than his stat sheet. Well, I, uh, I don't know, Mike, how do you feel about AB being done? Um, Like I said, I, I, I feel like, I don't know if he's, uh, really done done only because, like I said, some, some teams get desperate for help, especially if they're really hurting for a wide receiver. I, so, so, I mean, do I, I, I would think so only because of the outburst that he had, you know, right. and just like no one would want that kind of behavior on their team. But with the more and more of the story that comes out, I mean, it's, it depends on what side everybody's on, you know. Right. Yeah, and so some teams sure. might be able to take empathy with what he – uh, you know, where he's coming from. So there might be a team out there that's still willing to, to add him to the roster, in my opinion. So let me ask you this, then. What, what two teams do you guys think he could potentially land on if his career is not over with? Oh, boy. Um, Only two, Chad. Well, I could see Miami as a potential for that. Only be, I mean, they have wide receivers, but at the same time, they don't have a lot of depth at wide receivers. So I feel like him coming into the room would be good experience. He's a great route runner, um, and this brings a, another level of um, athleticism to that to that wide receiver room. The second team that comes to mind, man, I, I would say, I, I would say Detroit, but I know he wouldn't go there just be just based on you know, how they are and their culture. They're trying to turn their culture around right now. I don't even think the coaching staff would even, you know, look that direction, but Perhaps he would, not, he yeah. could, he could help that team. If, I mean, obviously that's not a predetermined uh, destination in my opinion, because of what I just said with the coaching staff and the culture they're trying to build. And obviously he's not a fit for that, but yeah, I, as far as the talent in that, on that team, I feel like he would be a good help to that team. They need a wide receiver. So. Well, well, Detroit does need, a lot of talent like they have a i think they have a good coaching staff i think they have I, some athletes on that team but i think they need more talent i doubt antonio brown would land on the lions though i oh i agree with you mike i i and chet to your point too i also agree like i don't think he will either <laughs> yeah but at this point in his career he's gonna go with somebody that can actually do something yeah um i what do you think mike where do you think he might land uh, uh chet mentioned kansas city um, maybe. Uh, Rams. Rams seem to be taking anybody these days. That's, I know. Like, like, uh, don't even get me started. I don't know. I don't know how they. I don't know how they afford it all, but I, they're doing something over there. I don't know either. But right. Um. The uh, Taylor landing spot. I was thinking the Bengals. Okay. Actually, actually, yeah. Okay. That Cincinnati, would that would yeah, complete. That would complete that whole offense. 
So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Chargers. Because they have Keenan Allen. I like that, actually. But yeah. They also got Mike Williams, but they don't have they have Keenan the, the Allen. triple threat. They have Keenan Allen. That's what they got. Well, Mike and... Williams is good, but AB, I think AB is better. Well, yeah, but it, that gives you a really good top three. It does, but it also like it gives Justin Herbert another option. The Chargers are are a playoff team. Well, they're a shot offense too. They take a lot of shots. They're aggressive. They they really want to put you on your toes early in the game. They are, and they got the and running. Antonio game Antonio Brown match. is a perfect receiver for that. Right, and they got the running game to to get the receivers open because Austin Eckler is a dangerous back. And then the other place I was thinking was the Colts because T.Y. Hilton's getting old, and other than him. They really don't have, like, a clear co- – I mean, they have a couple guys that are also, decent. They also but... have a quarterback that's not the greatest either. He, he I, fits the system I understand win that. games, but I – know, I know. Carson Wentz is not – he's not, like, amazing, but he's – He does the job for them. He does, and he's and coming back. But that's all you can say about him right now is he's just doing the job. Yeah, but he, he had a slow start, and he's, he's gotten a lot better. But I think if the Colts took A.B., that gives them – like an extra weapon and like even if ab isn't like the greatest player ever for the colts like he's still his reputation still makes defenses aware of his presence that's true yeah and that opens the field up for jonathan taylor that opens the field up for really any of the other receivers well, not that also, ab wants that because he wants the targets but the point is, is like i think he would be effective in a colts offense they also have michael pittman though too right but i, I know what you're saying find somebody that's you know still capable of replacing ty hilton so, um, but with, you know, with that being said, like, I, I, I think I agree with both of you. I think his career's, I think his career's over with. Yeah. I mean, you can't display that kind of behavior. I mean, I guess at any point, but I mean, you, there's also players that have done worse That's and, true. and still found work. So I, I don't know, uh, I guess it's up in the air for now. Uh, but I mean, look he's at also, Josh Gordon. I mean, <laughs> that's a great example. Yeah. But he's also not, I guess. He's not getting any younger though either. So, what? Yes, that's true. What is he now? Thirty. And he's a little thirty-one. Let's say he's a little thirty. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I mean, like you said, Chet, his rap sheet might be a little longer than his stat sheet. So, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. But it's uh, it's interesting to see where he may land if he's still in the league. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. I mean, the off season's coming up soon, so. We'll just have to see. But um, let's move other, on here. In other news, yes, thank you. In <laughs> other news, um, offensive rookie of the year. Who do we think is going to get? Because right, I saw a post or not a post. I saw a story today on NFL Network where Mac Jones was favored by plus one ninety to get offensive rookie of the year. But you know what? I disagree. I think it's going to be Jamar Chase. I was just going to say I'm going to take what you said and say Jamar Chase. Like the man, the man, the kid has just come out and absolutely put his name on the map. He's dominated he is, he for that is Cincinnati Bengals elite, offense. He is an elite receiver. And he's, he's very good for a rookie. Yes, and his ability is. just to get open and even contested catches, he's he's still able to go up and take the ball down and take it away. Well, look who else the Bengals have on that wide receiver core. They got Tyler Boyd. They got T. Higgins. Like that that's three wide receivers right there that are deadly. And Jamar Chase has proven this year, his rookie year, to be Super effective in that offense, and clearly Joe Burrow loves throwing. Well, I was going to say Joe play. Burrow is also the reason that the offense is taking the step forward that it's been needing to take for a long time. That's true, and it's and it's good to see Joe Burrow back after that horrible ACL injury last year. But you know what? Like 
He's back. <laughs> but Joe Burrow he's... and Jamar Chase played at LSU together in college. Oh, yeah. So, so there's, there's a chemistry. chemistry. Yep, exactly. Yep. Wow, we just had chemistry saying that. Jenks, you owe me a beer. That's why we're brothers. You still owe me a beer. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so. But, uh, yeah. But, I, I, and, 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 dude, that game against Kansas City, Jamar Chase went off, man. He, he, that's what I'm saying. He just makes those contested catches and just Joe Burrow can throw the ball at him. It's like how Josh Allen was last year with Stephon Diggs. Yeah, he's over there somewhere. Just throw it to him. Yeah. You yeah, know? Exa- yeah, even and that's what it said is. in his interview, like, you know, he's like, he even says, he's like, yeah, I know it's cliche, but screw it. Chase out there somewhere, throw it up. But Chase had 260-plus yards in that game against Kansas City and three touchdowns. The dude got me 55 points in fantasy. Yeah, there, there was no answer for him whatsoever. Just wide open all day long. There's, there's been a lot of defenses that have been struggling to cover him, and I think that's you know relevance for him to be in the conversation for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Absolutely. I mean, and not only that, though, so, so the way I see it with him is he's like, uh, he's a little bit bigger. Uh, I kind of think of him like Tyree Kill because of how fast he is, but he's also got a little bit more size. So it's like, but there, it, look, it seems like nobody, like if you're not double covering him, like he's, he's going to get open because of the, just he's so fast. Yeah, he is. And it's, I think this kid, this kid is, is primed for an excellent career. All right. But, uh, but yeah. So, uh, anyways, let's um, let's shift gears here, and let's let's actually go back to what we talked about towards the beginning of the episode, where you know, with the Bills making the playoffs, and who do we who do we want Buffalo to play in the playoffs? Because right now, the playoff picture, I mean, there's still a few things that could change, but the number, the basically the top three seeds are already set in stone. Yep. We got the the Titans, the Chiefs, the Bengals, and then the Bills, and then the Patriots, and then right now. Six and six and seven are sitting with the Colts and Chargers or Raiders, whoever wins. Right, the Chargers or the Raiders, which I mean, can't wait to see how that turns out. And that, honestly, that the Colts even game. have an opportunity to get knocked out. I mean, it's not likely, but it's possible. So who do we want the Bills to play? Patriots. Why? Because Mac Jones isn't going to beat you through the air. That's why. Our coverage is held up. Josh Allen played an amazing game against them, and I think he can do it again. You know, yeah, honestly, Chad, I agree with you. And here, here's why I think so, because you're right. I think – I don't think Mac Jones can beat us through the air. And not only that, but, like, I don't want the Bills to play a team with an incredible running back. I don't want them to play the Colts. I don't want them to play the Titans. If now that Derrick Henry's off of IR, he's coming back. Well, so, they're not going to play the Titans. They could if they went well. If we play the Titans, it would be in the divisional round. It wouldn't be in the wild card. But well, we want we want the Patriots because I think it puts us on the right side of the bracket. It does, but again, let's. It, well, hang on. Let's back up a bit. It it does, but it doesn't. Like it, it depends on how the rest of the the playoff bracket unfolds because we don't know who's going to win, who's going to lose. Initially speaking, yeah, I would like to play the Patriots. The only thing I don't like about the Patriots matchup is Bill Belichick. That's it. True. I mean, that's a very, very big thing you got to beat, but we can do it. Mike, I, look, man, I, I trust in our roster. Hang on, Mike. Sorry, I'm not trying to steal your time. But, um, I trust our roster. I trust our coaching staff. I, I actually I trust Dable right now. He's been making some amazing play calls. Um, my favorite play call recently was the, um, the, the dig route on the two-point conversion. 
against the Falcons because it was a it was a scheme we typically run where we try to get a guy running in motion and hit him in the middle of the end zone, but he pump faked it and then the dig went to the outside and it was a it was a perfect pass. It was a perfect play. I love I loved that play design and I, I think Dable is going to keep that going forward. And like I said earlier, our run game coming alive, I, I think we can take the Patriots. I think honestly at this point, if we're going to play like we are right now, we can take anybody right now. And that's why I'm I don't really care who we play, but I would like to play the Patriots again and just beat them on the national stage and all and ultimately like just shut their fans up, you know, thinking what they are. But Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think that I am I'm definitely more uh interested in the Bills playing the Patriots because of the fact that they, you know, they took care of business the last time and what especially when weather is not a factor. Not that you can blame it blame all the all the time weather on on anything but because you still got to come in with a game plan that's going to work but but they they showed that they're capable of beating the patriots you know uh successfully especially if they can't hang with the bills offense so i'd much rather play them especially because with the colts and the titans i want nothing to do with either team i mean (laughs) i agree and the reason why i don't want anything to do with either team is just because their ability to run the football and the bills are weak Again, they're not necessarily weak against the run. If you look at the stats, they're actually pretty solid against the run. But it's the off-tackle run. There's like a specific run that I see that always is successful on them, and it's like an off-tackle run. It's like not all the way to the outside, but it's right yeah, through like the yeah. right like in that seat, right off the tackle. Yeah, and uh, it's always wide open. And when you got a when you got a running back like Taylor or or, or Derrick Henry, who should be coming back from injury, it's like, like they it just can't be stopped. So yeah, they're going to get their yards. In, in order for the Bills to win, they're they're going to have to right. They're going to get their yards, and then if they break a long one for a touchdown, that could be the game deciding play. Yeah, right. So, and last year when we played the Colts, we barely beat them. It was what was it, twenty seven, twenty four? I think was the final. We beat them by like three points, and it it was a good game. It was a close game. But you're right, Mike. Like it was, and honestly, in that game that we beat the Colts last season in the postseason, it was it, honestly it was the offense that delivered that victory for us. It was Josh Allen playing his best playoff football and Gabe Davis on the sidelines, just making those crucial, crucial catches to right. keep us in the game and right. keep offensive drives going. But it's a new season. It's 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 relatively the same team, but there's a couple of differences. And but the Colts have made changes too. And they're not the same team they were last year. Same thing with the with the Titans. Like they've they made some additions. Well, now, we're not granted, the, we're not the same team that we were when we played the Colts either. Uh, I know, I know, but I and our defense has really come alive this year, and I'm very happy with Bill's defense this year. But but it, Mike's to Mike's point, he's right. Like we're weaker at defending the run, especially on the off tackle, than we are at anything else on defense. I don't disagree with that. I I, I agree with that. I'm not taking that away. I just I'm. I'm of the opinion that the Bills are at this point, they're getting hot at the right time and I'm you know, they're ready I think they're ready to take on anybody. Well, I hope you're and right. And in the and in the playoffs, it, it, you gotta take on anybody because you don't know who you're gonna get. It's not set in stone until after the regular season ends. Well, I know there's a lot of talk right now on the Bills Mafia page on Facebook and I mean, obviously there are some posts that are questionable. There are some posts that are just completely out there. Like it is what it is. Fans are going to talk. Fans are going to have their own opinions. But, but I, I agree with you guys. I'd rather play the Patriots in the first round, and then 
I guess we'll have to see how the how the rest of the playoff bracket unfolds to see who we end up playing in the divisional round. Well, we gotta we gotta beat the Patriots first. Well, we let's, gotta beat whoever we play. Well, whoever we play. Most in likely, it will be New England, but yes. But yeah, we have to. Whoever we play, we gotta beat them. That's you know, there's there's big expectations this year, and there's been some disappointing losses this season, and you know that it happens. It does. It, this year's been a weird year. But. It's been a very weird year. It's been a very weird year and abnormal year just in the AFC alone. But the, but so the, many teams. Like the fact that we're going into the last week of the season and there's still, you know, three, four teams that are that still have a chance to make the playoffs. Right. And and the last thing I'll say on that too is like, and Mike and I have talked about this off off air, but you know, it there's no guarantees in football this year. Like you can play a team that's that's Owen ten or Owen whatever and They'll still come out and play their hardest, and they could beat you if you're not prepared for them. I mean, the Jaguars proved it when we played them. The Lions have come out, beat the Vikings, and and I think what is it? did the the Lions tie the Steelers? Didn't they beat a second team too? They beat the Cart. Yeah. So again, there's no guarantees in football. However, I know Mike's very excited about this topic. I can see him over there just itching. But speaking of Facebook, Facebook chains. Oh yeah. <laughs> You ever have uh, anything bad happen to you? Um, and then always. And then you think. Ask hey, Chet. I got a. I got a lifelong history. But, I got a lifelong rap sheet, so to speak. Right. Bad then, shit yeah, happening. Then, but then you ever think? You ever think that it's just because you didn't forward that message that uh, to ten of your friends before midnight? I knew it. That, knew that, it. That chain message that's been sent. And then you know they're like, if if you don't if you don't send this, then then people will die. And you're like, what? It's always got to be that dramatic. It can't, it can't just be like, it can't just be like, uh, your car won't start in the morning. No, no, like, it's, it's nope. There'll be a death. I don't, I don't do that stuff. I, I don't get involved because. No wonder I, why bad things happen. To you, I don't believe in the superstition behind it. I think no wonder a, why you're in a bad mood all the time. You never forward your Facebook friend to ten <laughs> Facebook friends. We've cracked the code. Cracked I'm the grumpy code. all the time because I don't forward Facebook chains. Got it. I'll start doing it from now on. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. It just is. I don't know. I think it's stupid. Until something bad happens to you. No, no, because life happens to everybody. It doesn't. Be, it's not because you didn't share a Facebook chain. It's just the way it goes. Mike didn't share a Facebook chain, and you're telling me that his gas line decided to blow out on the 90, the 190? That, that's what happened? You didn't share a Facebook chain? Oh, I should have shared that uh, picture of Ben Franklin's all over the ground, and that would have never happened to me. Well, no one's telling you to be a yes man. Right. But uh, so, so, no, I, this goes all the way back to like when we had flip phones, though. Like People would send that random stuff to you, and they're like, oh, if you don't forward this to 10 of your friends. You know, my, my favorite thing is, like, I wonder who started the whole chain. I'm like, do, know, do they right? even have 10 friends? Like, do they have, do they have 10 friends? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, I'm not going to forward this to 10 acquaintances. Like, <laughs> like I'm just, what? Like, uh, just, I always like forwarding it to, like, 10 random people that I'm Facebook friends with that I haven't spoken to in years. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, joke's on you. I sent it to you. <laughs> yeah, hey, nothing bad is going to happen to me. I sent it. <laughs> Cards in your hands now, but I played my hand. Boom. <laughs> oh, man. Truth, though, like, oh, Facebook changes. Whatever happened to those? Like, I've noticed, like, within the last, like, two years, I haven't gotten any of those. 
you you watch now that you now that I'm not I, upset about it. Look, now saying. that our phones have heard us, they're gonna start showing people that have shared those. That's what's gonna happen. You're probably right. Facebook yeah. ads are gonna be like, oh, remember the chains? They're back. Yeah, because everybody knows that your phone listens to everything you say. Hence, when you like go on Google after you were just talking, or not Google, like on Amazon after you were just talking about buying like a drone or whatever, and the first thing that pops up is like, oh, would you like to buy a drone? We have a discount. It's like, really? Really, right now? You were clearly listening to my conversation. That's not cool, Alexa. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening to me, Echo. You know, like, I don't know. I, <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other topic on its own of conspiracies. Is, no, no, we're is, not going to get into it. I'm just saying. <laughs> smart devices in the home. <laughs> it's so bad. Sometimes I almost feel like just sitting there and doing nothing. I want to find one of those smart fridges that, like, has the advertisements while you're trying to fill your glass of water. Like, huh, Facebook chains. As you're, oh, I just dumped water all over the floor. <laughs> exactly. Or like, ice. Because ice this, always seems to problem out of those this, fridges. This all started because I dropped my breakfast sandwich when I was driving into work. And I was like, this has to be because I didn't forward all those chain messages <laughs> back in the day. Wait, you made a breakfast sandwich in there? <laughs> yeah. No, I bought one. It was, oh, I bought okay, it from Tim Hortons okay. and I dropped it. And then, it, but five it was, second rule, Mike. No, because <laughs> like when I picked it up, it had dirt all over it. I'm like, oh man. And I'm like, well, this this has to be because I didn't forward those chain messages. Well, we've all been there. Should have got an everything bagel. That way, you couldn't tell. <laughs> I actually yeah. did get an everything bagel, and the thing was, I could tell. The, the fact that I could still tell, I was like, that won't be good. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe. All right, all right. Well, if you can still tell, Mike, maybe you need to vacuum out your. Well, no shit. Yeah, I got I got that. I just like. I was just like, oh man, but like the winter time is so bad on your like on your like floor in the car. Like no matter what, like it's just like no matter what, you constantly you like bring in like the 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 salt. Yeah, exactly. Dude, the salt. I know salt life. Yeah, people, people don't know what the real salt life is. It's I'm gonna rusty I'm gonna, cars. I'm gonna put a salt <laughs> life sticker on my truck now, and people are just gonna be like, oh, I wonder if that's for the beach or if that's because it's New York. <laughs> you want to know how you can tell? Crawl under their car. That's why I bought a floor. That it doesn't mean it's not. Gonna I know. Work. The I know. frame is not aluminum. All right, time out. Time. Out. You're right. My bad. That's a bad joke. <laughs> yep. Just shoot me dead. All right. The point is, <laughs> can I <eat> cheese? <laughs> I hate that joke. I know you do. I hate that joke so much. No, you guys I know. Just killed it. <laughs> you, you're dead to me. All of you are dead to me because of that joke. Look. Look, all I'm going to say is, like, okay, all right, let me back up. So that's why I got the undercoating on my truck because, yes, you're right, Chet. doesn't matter what you drive. It's got a steel underframe that will fucking rust. Well, you can't use aluminum. It's too soft, so it's kind of a safety hazard. I know. Well, the, yeah, I know, because even in the Fords, the frame is still steel. But, yeah, I mean. It's salt life. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's just I. New York is. It's part of living in the Rust Belt, though, because we're not the only people that deal with it, too. So I know, I know. It's 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 a lot of the northern states, and it is what it is. But the reason why we won't switch to sand here in New York is because of the salt mines. They should just start using the seeds off of everything bagels for traction oh instead of sand. Oh my god! Right? Like, can you imagine? <laughs> just just con just. Scrap the salt mines. Just let's just go to seeds from everything bagels. Let's just seed. <laughs> Got a guy standing back there with a sifter and a garbage can underneath it. What are you doing? I'm getting ready to blast the parking lot. 
Yep. All all we need right now, we just need all the seeds. You guys can have the bagels. By the time we're done, they'll be they'll be plain bagels. Everybody needs plain bagels. <laughs> that way you can tell if it's dirty. <laughs> oh, Mike. Shouldn't have told me that. All right. But, dirty uh, bagels. But I know Mike was... the title of this episode? <laughs> dirty bagels? Can you imagine? Yeah, but, and you wouldn't even have to do anything either. You just got to sit there and just let them do it. Just like the turtle. Just like the turtle. The turtle does nothing. Ever. He just He just crawls around ever so slowly. And no, it is true. Listen, the turtle crawls around as just just as whatever, whatever, so slowly, so patiently, yeah, so no, calmly. No, I, so where he's coming from is like, you know, like bunnies hop, dogs run, and turtles do like nothing. And they live to be like 150. Right? And dogs like they live to 14 years. Bunnies like seven. Like the point I'm trying to make here is that like, like duly noted that if I just sit here and do nothing, most likely I'll live to 150. <laughs> right. I don't know when you when you went on that like bunnies hop. So <laughs> uh, my daughter has this has this book, and it's like supposed to show like rhyming words and stuff, but it's like also about Noah's Ark, and like the book goes, uh, and bunnies hop something goes clop, and then it goes ring goes drippity drop gloopy glop at the end of it. <laughs> whoa, 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 what? I don't know why when he says gloopy glop. It literally says it at the end of the book, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> we 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 don't read that book to Ella no more. I, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> gloopy glop is not not a not a toddler's book. It, Chet. it it's supposed to be like Dr. Seuss rhymes, dude, but like it wasn't a Dr. Seuss book. It was like off brand, like Walmart. Dr. Seuss. So uh, I don't even know what so they call it. So that. it's Dr. Seuss. Yeah, with a with a Z. Dr. Seuss. Dr. Zeus. Oh, Dr. Zeus. Okay, that's <laughs> that makes more sense. Those rhymes are lightning. <laughs> yes. Yes, you deserve the crows for that. Yeah, definitely. But oh my gosh. <laughs> So so why does he always bring he always like brings in like uh whatever has to do with like whatever he's doing with with Ella these days like he's always like he's always bringing in like kid kid book stuff Mike he's a drinking dad right? oh yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so am I I, I know but <laughs> look he's capitalizing you read on, your on daughter books right I still do well all right then you know what I'm talking about it's it's a like. He, he never, I don't have to explain myself. Parents will get it. They know this is their life. As, as Bill Burr says, it's an 18-year bubble, and then when you come out, it's like you just woke up from a really long nap. And for those of you that are not parents, you will find out one day. Maybe. Not you. Shut up, Chet. <laughs> you, got a, you got a fur baby over here. I do, and I read him books. Does he listen? Hell no. <laughs> what, he goes books? and chews on his toy. That's what, what books do you read him? I am not at liberty to discuss the books I read. I read Reagan. Gloopity Glop? No. <laughs> no, they're... Okay, maybe. But the point is, he don't listen. <laughs> the point is, he can't eat cheese. Exactly. He, well, no, he does eat cheese all the time. But, right. Wait, you feed him cheese? Like the, like the American cheese? Or like... Yeah. Okay. That's what I eat. They make killer grilled cheese. I'll tell you that. No, you know what makes a killer grilled cheese? 
Velveeta cheese. For real, though, two slices of that. Or just make one big... We're going to go off on how to make the perfect grilled cheese next. I think that's where we should tangent on to because clearly there's a debacle here. Well, okay, time out. On the, on the off, right cheese to use off, and how much. Mike made grilled cheese yesterday. And it was actually pretty good. He did. He used American cheese, not Velveeta cheese. Which, yep. in a way, Velveeta cheese is kind of American cheese, but it's like a better Velve American cheese. And But he used regular cheese, but it was still good. And, that, yeah. and he made tomato basil soup with it. Which I'm not gonna lie, I kind of wanted some, but he was like not feeling that great. So I ate all of it. He ate it all. All of it. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it was a cure all because ever since I ate that soup, I'm alive again. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, <laughs> I made that. I made that. I made that grilled cheese. I, I put butter. What I do is I butter both sides of the bread. And then, obviously you have to. And then That's you throw the cheese on there, and then you just grill it up, man. I, like, what do you mean? Like, the best way to make it. The only thing I could think of that could be better is maybe Velveeta cheese. Like, like put Velveeta mac and cheese. That's, you know it's Velveeta cheese is better. But like, the, yeah, probably. But I then, even told you before you made but, it, like, hey, there's Velveeta cheese I know, in the fridge. I, I know, but I was like, that's not what I want. All right, okay. touche. Yeah. I, want the, I wanted the classic, which your grandma made. You know, that is what my grandma there. made. Oh, my God. <laughs> How long has Velveeta cheese been around? <laughs> A while. <laughs> we were priv privileged children, if you get that. I mean, privileged enough. <laughs> not we like Velveeta cheese. We didn't settle for that Topps brand American slices. First off, I resent that. Topps brand American Yo, slices are not bad. Well, we bought, so Shannon bought, um, like, the bulk version of that stuff, like the un individually wrapped, like, made to, like, if you were, like, say you were hosting, like, an event and you had a, like, you were grilling food okay. and, like, burgers and whatnot, and, like, you were just buying bulk cheese, like, so you didn't have to unwrap it every time. It was already just there. You just... Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's so, what I buy now too. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we bought awesome. that two slices of that on the on the grilled cheese, and it was just it reminded me of like <laughs> high school grilled cheese, but that was like actually really good, like the like the way that she Yo, got, got the toast, I got the a toasted story. bread. Oh god, I got a story on grilled cheese. Like, All right, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. So, I don't know where this is going. But one go of, one of my last nights when I was in Germany, I. Uh, I told like a bunch of my lieutenants, my NCOs, like, hey, come on over to the apartment. We're going to get drunk, and we're going to smoke a hookah, and we're going to cook food, and it's going to be awesome. Tobacco hookah, correct? No, shisha. That's tobacco. Okay, flavored, whatever, flavored tobacco, shisha, quote, unquote, whatever. Point is, <laughs> so I had like Yo, five. Mike, you ever smoked that whatever? I invited like. 20 uh, people yeah. to come over. You basically, what you do is you smoke it, and then after you're done smoking it, you're like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's, yeah, that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> but anyways. You know that's legal now. <laughs> anyways, though, so I invited like 20 people to come over, and only about five showed up. And, and whatever, it is what it is. People are busy. They, <laughs> they got all their own had lives. some pre-gaming sheesh. And, 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 and famous last words from Chet, they got kids. So yeah, they had kids, you know, whatever. I get it. That's cool. So like these five dudes came over and we're having a great time. We're playing video games. We're watching TV. We're we're drinking like everything I had left because I couldn't take any of it home. And I even gave like a bottle of Johnny Walker Black to this one guy because I was refusing to drink it because it's terrible. And we got drunk and we were smoking my hookah and I, we even dropped a coal on the floor, which left a burn mark. That was interesting. But uh, I, I don't really remember, like, what happened, but I remember waking up in the morning, and my grill had a ton of ground beef in the bottom of it, 
and there was like pieces of grilled cheese all over my apartment. And I asked the guy, I asked the one guy, I was like, yo, what happened last night? And he was like, well, sir, uh, we cooked a lot of grilled cheese because I had like two loaves of bread and like an entire pack of cheese and it was all gone. They legit made grilled cheese. Yeah. On the grill. <laughs> That's what I mean. And it was actually pretty good. Apparently. That's I don't super know. funny. It was like, there was grilled cheese pieces yep. everywhere. Have you, have you ever had toast on like an open fire? Like you put yes. a grate on it, yeah. Isn't that the best? It it was pretty good. I'm so that's lie. essentially the same thing with the grilled cheese. Yeah. Well, we literally grilled cheese. Oh. oh you, like, <laughs> there was no bread, just cheese. No, we put bread on okay. there. <laughs> the way you said it was like I just literally grilled cheese. Like we slapped the cheese on there. We're like, Dude. oh, we'll get the next one as it falls through the grates and onto the flames. Dude, all I'm gonna say is it took me like 12 hours to clean that grill before like. Customs was, would allow it to be on the ship to go back to the states. Like, oh, oh my man. god, this is horrible. That's funny, dude. Oh, dude, it was it was a great night, but I was I woke up and I'm like, oh man, I got all this crap to clean up. This sucks. Uh, There's meat and cheese everywhere, all over my apartment and the grill. Like, ugh. That reminds me of one of the nights. Although, that... although somebody did leave me like a couple pieces of grilled cheese up in the counter, so I ate it. That reminds me of Mike's pepperoni story in my house. <laughs> what he was staying at my house and one night and he woke up to go to i think you went to work or something that morning right mike you left yeah so he left to go to work before uh um shannon and i got up and when we got up she co- she got downstairs before i did to make coffee and what and everything else while i was upstairs getting ella ready for the day um she comes upstairs and she's like did you go downstairs and have a snack in the night i was like no why and she's like Oh, there was a huge mess down there. I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, there was bread everywhere and like pieces. And there was a pepperoni package on the counter that was empty. And I was <laughs> like, what? And she's like, I think Mike might have made a sandwich in the night. I was like, I'll text him and ask. And That's, that sounds like Mike. So I texted him and like, he's like, yeah, I made a pepperoni sandwich. I was like, dude, there was bread everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, she had a picture of it, dude. There was like, it was, it had to have been like, I don't know, six slices of bread just pieced on the floor. There was so much. (laughs) She goes, next time he comes over, just tell me. That way I can make sure I have pepperoni and his own loaf of bread. (laughs) Dude, actually, it's funny, too, because, like, what what, what time of year was this? Uh, This is, I think, two years ago last year or something like that. Yeah, what time of year, Chad? Fall, maybe spring. Oh, okay. It wasn't right. snowy out, I can tell you that. So it was, was decent enough to, well, if, if I, I mean, he obviously probably wasn't. It was like late spring, early summer, I think is yeah. actually probably accurate. Well, well, to tie back to my story, like, this was December in Germany <laughs> when this guy went outside and cooked up my grill. <laughs> he fills the bottom of it with his raw beef. It was literally snowing outside. <laughs> Dude, I could. It was funny as hell. Like, I, I, I loved it, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know what I ate last night, but apparently it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, back to back to Brett's story about the about the uh, the pepperoni. Um, <laughs> there was literally lunch meat in that fridge. There was like so much lunch meat, oh my and God. apparently <laughs> I just went for the pepperoni. And uh, don't get me wrong, a great sandwich, but it was hilarious. He sends me a meme the next day, and it's like Stitch from Lilo and Stitch, like <laughs> like ransacking the fridge. <laughs> and he put his own like messes on. He's like, he's like, when Mike gets drunk and raids your fridge. <laughs> Truth, though. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, I gotta go. Apparently, I gotta go to Tops now and buy a five-pound pack of 
of pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like an extra couple loaves of bread. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it's not a bad sandwich. I'll tell you what. Like a, a, a pepperoni, pepperoni and sandwich? cheese sandwich? Yeah. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's the me. I know you guys can't see it, but yeah, it says me. Yeah, three me three, yeah. <laughs> it's like Stitch getting caught in the fridge. Oh, uh, with a look on his face, like oh, like, oh. yep, this deer in the headlights. <laughs> oh my god, there's another one. Yeah, it's a picture of uh of the guy who plays Superman on the red carpet, right? And it says the pepperoni in my yeah, fridge, Jason and then Momoa. and then Jason Momoa is behind him, like creeping up, like he's about to tackle him. And it says. Mike. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. But uh oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> oh man, I I tell you what though, from like my story, I I wonder how those guys got home that night cuz nobody stayed over. And it was winter out, like it was it was there was snow on the roads. Who knows, like, maybe after you guys after you passed out, they were all like screw it and went to some bar up the street. Well, I lived in a remote community, but maybe I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe they, they, maybe maybe they, they drove a half hour to the to Nuremberg, and well, I'm just gonna stop there. But yeah, there's a red light district in Nuremberg. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Inappropriate. Plausible though. Not implausible. That's for sure. That's what I was getting at. But anyways, all right. Speaking speaking of winter driving though. Oh. Did you get- you guys saw the story. I, I know you just saw the story because we talked about this earlier, but Stefan Diggs' Ferrari got stuck on Clinton and Bailey. Like, who drives a Ferrari when a snowstorm? This guy has, like, the worst luck of people driving his cars. I swear to God. That's true. He didn't come out and say <laughs> that he wasn't even driving. But when the guy that posted it was like, yo, Stefan Diggs out here driving, getting stuck. And, like, one of the comments was like, yo, the F you driving a Ferrari in the snow? <laughs> like, <laughs> Being the a car guy, yeah, I don't know why you're doing that. I can relate, though. I mean, I was stuck this today true. With, my, true. with my Challenger. Uh, <laughs> but actually, though, I get a little bit of a better situation, though. A couple guys helped push me out, and then the, someone, the one gave me advice. He's like, hey, your traffic control, or your, your traction control on? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, turn it off. I turn it off, and immediately my f- car finds like a whole new gear. <laughs> like, like, just, like, because it was just bogging down. It just seemed like I, I was gunning it. And nothing was happening, and like they're 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 like turn your traffic or your traction control off. And I did, and then they, they give me a pu- I'm like as soon as I hit the the gas, and he like they push. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? And then so I get on the road, and then now I'm I'm fine, and I roll my window down to thank them all, and he goes, hey, you leave that off forever. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> and I was like, got it. <laughs> I know. Mike called me. He's like, yo, I'm stuck. Can you come pick me up? I got a truck. And I'm like, yeah, all right. I'll be there in 40 minutes. It's like, he calls me back five minutes. Like, Never mind. Never mind. I'm good. I'm like, all right. Well, I'm still going to East Aurora. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's a good trick. Uh, you could have called me. I would have told you. Turn it off. You know why? It's because that is when it, so when, uh, Excuse me. When your rear wheels start spinning, it senses the changes in wheel speed. Okay. And then, uh, basically, it it kicks on the brakes and pulses the wheels. So yeah, when the when your wheels start slipping and it change, it senses the difference and changes the wheel speed. It just tries to zero them out so it can control the car. So when you turn that off, it just basically you're taking that ability away from the computer, so it'll just let you spin the wheels. Just future reference. 
for anybody who gets stuck. Sorry, I left that hanging there. No, I, I get that now. Because, no, seriously, what's happening is every time I was trying to go, the, the, the wheels would just, I could tell like, it wasn't, like, hitting its, like, full potential. Didn't the Amazon guy help you get unstuck? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, so the Amazon Prime guy, Prime guy he, he was stuck, too. And so he, I guess he just had nothing better to do. He got out, and he pushed. I, I had, like, th- four city workers pushing, and I got a Metro bus driver pushing. And a no plow wonder why guy. my package is delayed, Mike. Come on. <laughs> he was stuck in the snow. He had nothing else to do. You blame he the snow. Nothing else to do. He could deliver my package. Uh, yeah, it's, now it's, he's no, stuck in the okay. snow. It's okay. I, I'm actually glad he helped you out, and I didn't have to drive all the way to Buffalo to get you out. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, Nike. Shiza, excuse me. Shiza. Shiza. That's how I felt when I got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> my boss, my boss, uh, he was like, he goes, I don't know what to do. You might have to get this thing towed because he like helped. He, I got put, like, I got stuck twice. <laughs> like the first twice? time. Twice? You didn't tell me about the first time. Because the first time I got out, I wasn't going to tell anybody about it. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then well, I got, here we are broadcasting uh, live. Right, and then the, <laughs> here I am stuck again. And then. And then so finally, you know, when I found out the whole uh, the whole traction control, I texted him later and I'm like, hey, you know what? This whole time, uh, it's because I didn't have I, I had my traction control on. And he's like, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> that was literally his response. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> he didn't send you the, the meme, right, with the picture of Joe Biden saying that. No, no, <laughs> he didn't. But he's got like this. He's got this like nasty four wheel drive truck. Uh, that's all souped up. He he was not getting stuck. They would have had to. He would have had to run into like a giant uh, snowbank for him to get stuck. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, again, I'm glad it all worked out. I'm glad you didn't get stuck. I'm glad I didn't have to drive. Well, yeah, I, I I I did get stuck, but I'm glad I didn't have to. Well, I'm glad you got out. Is what yeah, you, exactly. What I mean, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So for those of you out there. Hey, uh, if you don't have like a four-wheel drive or even an all-wheel drive, just remember traction control can be a crutch. So if you get stuck, turn it off, and you can and you, and hopefully that'll help you. But uh, yeah, so <sighs> yeah. So and then the other thing too is like uh, I I had something else that was going there. So. Oh, trust me, I wasn't the only one getting stuck. Yeah, no, uh, you said the Amazon guy. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I know, but, the, but not just that, too. I was looking around, and, like, there's people, like, just, they literally were just leaving their car. They just parked it on the side, and they just got out. And I'm like, what are they going to do with that car? Like, they, you can't just leave it there. I'm going to tell you what they're going to do, Mike. They're going to put a white T-shirt hanging outside the window and just leave it. That's some country shit, though. Like, you, can, you can do that out here. <laughs> that's some country shiza. <laughs> yeah, shiza. That's some country shiza. You can do that. You can do that out here. You can't do that out there. <laughs> like, like that's, it doesn't work that way. They got, they got, they got traffic and stuff. <laughs> so somebody comes by and just, like, takes the T-shirt. And they're like, sweet, puts it on. <laughs> Yeah. I needed this shirt. Oh yeah, free shirt. <laughs> oh my god, I can see Chet doing that, just driving down the thirty-three right now, and just seeing cars pulled over on the side of the road. Like, oh, there's well, another shirt. You know, there's you know, ha- shirt well, for me. Well, it has to, it has to be a t-shirt now because they don't make the plastic bags anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's actually a good point. Well, they do, but they don't. Now they're more than one use. Oh, they can't yeah. be banned anymore. We just, we just found the loophole. Yeah. Let it be known, we found the loophole. 
two drinking dads and one drunk crack the code. Yep. For the plastic bag ban in New York State. You can you, you can, can use it. it on the side of the road in your car. And you're probably gonna lose it. Yep. <laughs> and if it's a t-shirt, be warned. Chet will take it. <laughs> only if I need it. I'll take it only if I need it. I gotta get rid of some clothes. I got a whole bunch of Christmas clothes. I still gotta see get in there the inventory. You go. There you go. Chet needs t shirts, folks. No, so. I don't. I gotta get rid of some clothes. So if anybody needs any white t shirts for their I have shirts. I gotta get rid of some white tees that I took <laughs> off of cars on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, I got a bundle of used t-shirts that have road salt from broken down cars that I'm willing to hand out. <laughs> Five bucks a piece. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, gonna, so you're selling them? I'm gonna yeah, give them away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, typical, typical chat. Typical. <laughs> How can I gain? <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, normally I have a lot to say. I don't have words. <laughs> All right. Well, I get your t-shirts here. <laughs> get your t-shirts. White t-shirts. White t-shirts. Here. t-shirts yep. here. They're great for wearing. Great for the side of the road. Yo, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to the <laughs> go to, uh, the the Sabers Arena and get the t-shirt gun. I'm just gonna stand on the side of the 190. Plus <laughs> <laughs> t-shirts out to broken down cars. Cars are driving by. He's just blasting them into the through the windows. He's like, he's got a he, he's got a sign like uh, like this is all permanent marker. It just says like he's multiple use, like like multiple use. You, you can wear it. You can wipe up like Kool Aid spills with it. You can you can put it in a, you can put it in your car when it breaks down, so everyone knows that you're broken down with your white t shirt. I want the ShamWow guy to be my spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't care. You can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> totally, wa- totally washing machine safe. <laughs> you can put it in the washer. I promise. <laughs> I should go out saying, but like, just, just put it in the advertisement anyway. It's a, it's the same color of the substance that got me in here in the first place. Oh come! Wow! On. <laughs> come on, <laughs> And you know what? It's surprising you were the fastest one. It doesn't make any sense. He definitely raced dirty. I know it. <laughs> I know it. he's he spun some out. He spun some cars out on the Chet way. I see drag racing right now. I just put the <laughs> white the white shirt out the window, and the guy's like, "Oh, he gave up." He did. There goes Chet. No, no, no. He did some pit maneuvers to make it to the egg. <laughs> oh my god! I turned off some traction controls when I did. Oh. <laughs> got him. It wasn't it wasn't snowing when I was perceived when I was conceived. <laughs> Oh crap! It was when I. <laughs> it, it, well, I'm a September baby, Mike. Yeah, so you you raced in September. You, yeah, you made it here in a different month. Wow. Uh, should okay. you tell him or should I? <laughs> <laughs> USPS owes you a phone call. You know what? You're fine, Chad. You're a December baby. <laughs> USPS was me. What the what? Mike, it just clicked. It just clicked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, USPS owes you a call. And then all of a sudden, it like, goes on a tangent. He goes, wait, USPS owes me what? <laughs> all right. There we go. As long as now, now we're up to speed. I knew I was owed federal aid. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. sighs> I still don't think he's up to speed. 
I'm not, folks. You bastard. No pun intended. <laughs> hey, you're the adopted one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, boys. I think, I think we're time to close. All right. So if you haven't learned anything from this episode, uh, definitely keep the traction control off. Yes. When you're stuck. Yep. Uh, Helps a lot. Also, Mud, snow, sleet. When people send you those chain messages uh, and you have to send them to 10 of your friends, just do it. Otherwise, Even if it's just random friends. Otherwise, you're going to drop your breakfast sandwich on the way to work. Five years later. <laughs> so traumatic. Um, <laughs> I still want them. And, uh, and that the crows are still here to stay. And yes, Chet, birds do fly. <laughs> they do fly. We, we learned that. He did learn that. He did. <sighs> We've learned also, so. Birds are dinosaurs. What's what's so? <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. Or old ass dinosaurs. I don't. That's another topic. <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> that, that's a conversation. But we also learned that Chet likes to break down children's books while we're on this. Uh, while we're on this. From Doctor Zeus, from not Zeus, but Zeus. Zeus, an Egyptian god that also wrote rhyming books. That's that's a Greek god, Mike. I was, I was gonna say that's a Greek god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got my mythology mixed up. <laughs> I knew what I wanted to say. <laughs> I, I know you did. Yo, it's Dr. Zeus over here. <laughs> we also know he didn't actually get his doctorate, first of all. <laughs> as long as he didn't get his PhD from you, we're all right. <laughs> Egypt, Greece. <laughs> America. America, that's all that matters. Right. <laughs> What master do you serve? What am I supposed to say, Jesus? <laughs> You're from Earth. <laughs> yeah, from Missouri. Yeah, Missouri's Earth dipshit. Is that a, is that a, is that a trick question? Guardians of the Galaxy, folks. Actually, what, what, which one was that? Was it, it was Infinity Wars. Yeah, yeah. Marvel Infinity Wars. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, that's funny. No, that's who we serve, Brett. I'm from Missouri. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. I earned that one. I was on a roll and I just killed it. What we should do at the end of the season is who gets the, the Crows Award. Well, uh, last season was definitely Chet. Chet got the Crows Award. But the problem is that we only did the Crows for like one episode. I know, but so, he still earned it. So like this 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 season, like we got to start keeping track. <laughs> Keep a track of like how much the crows are used and whoever is like really earning those crows. That's true. Hey, and by the way, for the fans <laughs> out there, those listening in, hey, by all means, comment on either the the page, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. But cast your votes. Who deserves the crows award? It'll be Mike, it'll be Chet, slash Brett, yo, we and should, or me. Yo, we should start our me own. We should start our own Twitter page. Just we, to make a unified Twitter page. Oh, that's a good point. And that way we can actually make tweets like that. I'm not running the Twitter page if I'm editing. You, one of you two is going to pick up that. We can, we can do it. He, he says that, but like, what else are you doing? 
<laughs> yeah, you're the IT guy. That's totally your responsibility. Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> you're already getting the biggest chunk anyway. I'm not getting any chunk. We've been paid. Watch, <laughs> um, I look back. Fine, I'm about to Antonio Brown this up in here. Oh my god! Too soon. Too soon. Ooh. I'm not taking my clothes off. It's fine. <laughs> Starting to get too gross. In the <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm running the crow box. Yeah, but like I mean, we can all agree when there's one of the crow box. That's true. That's true. That's true. I earned one early, that way early in the episode. Yeah. 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 I try to keep it to like one, <laughs> one per episode. <laughs> if it's more than that, then so be it. But. <laughs> Well, we didn't really get the crows started until the last episode before this one. So, season one, yeah. Yeah, so there can't be really be a, a crow award for season one listen, based on one episode. Listen, Chet, you've earned, as far as I'm concerned, you've earned a crap load of crows from all the ones that you killed at the airport. <laughs> with your with your baggage flying everywhere. Right. But um and your and your your amplified treadmill workout on <laughs> 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 Wait a minute, that's <laughs> That's a crow. What? Like, why are we talking? Fine. Oh my god. There. All right. I've earned my own crow. There yeah. you go. We should call this. This episode should be called "Counting Crows." Either counting, either counting crows, or what Chet said earlier with the the dirty bagels. <laughs> but uh, everything bagels to plain. Everything bagels and counting crows. Crows eat the seeds on the bagels. What? <laughs> when you say, "Hang on, that's not, that's not even a crow." That's not even a <laughs> let me explain how you just Damn like, it, said, now you're starting like, like <laughs> let me just explain the intensity that just took place here. So, <laughs> like, we're trying to explain the title of what's going to be this episode, and 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 Addison like had this look on his face, like he's got this fantastic idea, like like this is brilliant, and he's like, "How about?" Crows eat the seeds on everything bagels. <laughs> it's like, dude, when you come at, at us with like such an intensity, like at least say something good. <laughs> like, what is that? Beer, Mike. That's what it is. That I was about to say, that is beer talk right there. <laughs> that is that is what Bud Light does after a while. To be fair, Mike and I pre-gamed well before this episode started, so oh. well, here we are. We had chicken sandwiches, chat. Did you know? Did you know that crows eat the seeds off of an everything bagel? That's a unanimous. That's a unanimous crow. crow yeah, I, I could agree with that one. So for those, I, of you hey, that, I got to keep right. my throne here. For okay? those of you that are counting, all right, Mike has one. I've got two. Chet has like two and a half because that last one was kind of shared. So I guess Mike and I both have a half a crow too. So Mike's at one and a half. I'm at two and a half. Chet's at also two and a half. However, I think I think that's all we got today, folks. Yeah. Uh man, I'm all crowed out. <laughs> um, so, so, like I said, uh, the lessons learned here, as we already gone over, traction control, everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Take it or leave it. <laughs> you got four wheel drive or all wheel yeah. drive. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. Then this doesn't pertain to you. But uh, again, always thank you for listening. Uh, we always have a blast doing this. Honestly, it's a super fun thing to do. And uh, also, uh, just one last thing to throw in there. Uh, 
we. One last thing to add there. So, so all right. Um, for those of you that are you know thinking about possibly doing your own podcast out there somewhere, Anchor.fm is a excellent, wonderful website slash app that you can download on your phone. You can go to on your computer, laptop, tablet, whatever you got. Um, just check it out. It's awesome. Uh, it's very easy to upload and edit content. Um, you can. You can record pretty easily as well. It's free, which is awesome. It's owned by Spotify, so the second you upload anything, it's automatically downloaded to Spotify. You can link your accounts with Apple, Google, or whatever other platform that you choose to post your content on. Uh, highly recommend you check it out. It's it's wonderful. We've been using it now for a few months, and we love it. So um, just putting that out there for anybody. But we're coming to the closing of Season 2. Folks, season two, episode one. But hey, everybody who does listen, man, we we do this for you. We don't we, we don't really do this. Do. We don't do this for our own good. We can have we can sit down and talk and have beers anytime we want to. But the fact that you guys listen is the really the reason that we keep going. So not only as, that, as the voice, as one of the voices of this crew, thank you. Thank you for specifying that ship. Did he? Did he just like? Did he just almost say he was the captain of the ship? <laughs> right. Like, without saying he's the captain of the ship. <laughs> First, we're locking you in the brig. <laughs> I, I I corrected myself. I, I you I did. Got, you did. I, I pulled. I pulled a little ego there, and it was like I I shouldn't. And then I was like, oh, it already slipped out of my mouth. Got to correct. <laughs> All right, I appreciate your correction, Chad. Basically, basically, what's going on in his mind? He's like, I'm the voice of this whole damn thing. I'll tell you what. <laughs> like, <Shison>! <laughs> At least this episode, you didn't say much. You were quiet over there today. Hey, he was texting texter over there. I've said enough. <laughs> he, he, you know what? He did say enough. He had his points, and they made sense. And he didn't get that many crows, Chet. Yeah. See, the more you talk, the more crows you get. See? Boom. So before you start reaching for the mic again, <laughs> think before you're about to talk. <laughs> Anyway, so wow. Oh man. Any, anyway, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to tell he everybody how much I appreciate him. My point face. was just made. You're like, wow, and you had nothing to say. And, anyway, so folks, we love the we love the feedback. You know, you can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. We would absolutely love to have a guest on the show. Yeah, it is oh, season anybody. two now, so yeah, it's fine. If with anybody's us. interested. Just let us know, and we'll get back to and, you. And, and if you're going to be a guest and you really want to be a guest, then uh, come up with some topics that you actually want to talk about with us, and uh, we'll run it by us, and we'll, we'll go over it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be football either. Be no, we do. We have we have a guest lined up here. Oh, we do? Yeah, Maddie. Yeah, well, Maddie's in New Jersey. Maddie, yeah, but Maddie's our Giants insider. That's true. For when, so, we, when we do a Giants segment or, like, when we start doing some sports, you know, say later on in the in the off season, and we're gonna, we're gonna start talking about some turnaround franchises or something. We can get his insight on on the Giants organization. It's true. So for future reference, folks, we we do have one guest lined up already. So if any of y'all are thinking about it, absolutely, get yeah, back to we're, us. We're probably gonna air him in the next next few weeks. I'm assuming. Yeah, we will. Okay, perfect. But perfect. um, but that being said, again, you can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, Twitter for me is. I'm at Addison Schumagal. Well, I'm not at. I'm Addison Schumagal. My Twitter is S-A-S-Z-U-M-I-G-A-L-A. That is it. No numbers. Chet. Hit him with your Twitter. I am Chet, a.k.a. Brett. Um, my Twitter is at, at Brett S-Z-1-7. Brett S-Z-1-7. Hit me up anytime. My Brett with face- two Ts. Yes, two Ts. 
like Brett Favre. <laughs> um, anytime, guys. Seriously, though. Facebook, Brett Shumagala. Just search me up if you've got any questions, any comments, concerns, topics, anything at all. Hit me up. I'm, I'm all about it. Love the feedback. I'd love to hear some from you guys, get some ideas, and we'll definitely talk about it on the show. And I just, again, thank you for listening. Mike. Yep. Uh, you can always find me on Twitter, Mike Chimbersky at M I K O L 2531. And then on Facebook, Mike Chimbersky. Uh, super, really super easy to find. I'm also on the Built in Buffalo network. Uh, so anytime you want to talk football or any of the topics that we talk about on here, I'm more than more than willing to have a, a conversation about anything that is discussed. And if you have topics that you want to talk about, uh, just hit me up. All right, folks, with that being said, that concludes Season 2, Episode 1. Go. We, we are back. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.